All right, welcome to the first episode of the Anime Book Club. <laughs> I'm your host, Pat, joined by the one and only Matt. Over here. Yeah, so uh, this is our new project. Uh, a lot of people have done this, but a lot of people have made sandwiches too. We're going to watch all of JoJo, like all of it. I am excited for it, mostly because of the enthusiasm you gave me back 12 years ago, 14 years ago. So I was trying to figure out when I first discovered JoJo. So I saw... It's really weird because the first anime they ever made for JoJo was just of the final <laughs> the final chapters of the third volume of JoJo. Uh, and OVA came out in 1993 that made it to America in like 2005. Mm. So I think I saw those in an AMV and then hunted down the manga. And I've been trying to convince you to watch JoJo or engage with JoJo uh, since um, 2006. <laughs> oh, wow. That far back. So yeah, I remember the... I, not even for the anime, because you got me into the manga back then, and I think I had read the first... I think I actually stopped reading right where the second episode of the anime ends. Oh, cool. That almost lined up perfectly with what I've got, and everything from after that's going to be new to me. Well, fantastic. People aren't familiar, we're, our, our first book club session is going to be about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, we're going to cover The Phantom Blood, which is season one of the uh, anime, and it's also uh, series one of the manga, cover volumes uh, one through five, uh, that's 44 chapters. Uh, this anime actually came out in 2012. <laughs> I, I had not realized it had been out for so long. Wow. Um, but yeah, if people aren't familiar with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, it's a really long-running Japanese manga. came out in 1987, and it is still going to this day, and I love it. Enough time to get lots of memes going for it now. Oh my god, the, the memes are so good. They're so great. Let's just jump into this. Let's, let's get into here. So episode one, Dio the Invader. So this episode opens up with a carriage crash in the year 1868. We get some big old gore at the start. The uh, the poor cab driver, <laughs> the only person we see really wounded, because and, and I don't know if did this give you pause at all, but uh, George Joestar uh, looks fine just laying on the ground oh, yeah. outside of that carriage. We didn't even get a good look at the, anyone else, did we? Like I think we saw the wife lying down to the side. We never saw the kid. Oh, the, the, yeah, the, the wife and kid are in the carriage. You don't really get okay. an idea. It's the driver is like impaled on a broken <laughs> carriage <Okay>. spoke. <laughs> so he was, you know, he could walk that off. Yeah, get up there. Come on. And, it, and it's a JoJo anime. Yeah. <laughs> Brush it off, man. And we're introduced to, I feel like, is probably the only accurate looking character for 1800s Britain, uh, Dario Brando. <laughs> Uh, old man scumbag uh, decides to pick the bodies clean of the Joe stars and his a rather nice wife. <laughs> yeah. You know, that kind of, dis yeah, that stood out a lot. It's like, she's all there. All oh, those poor fools. Like she doesn't understand what her husband's all about yet. He's like, no, we, we're going to, we're going to take stuff. I feel like before we get into any of the bizarre stuff, that is probably like, if you had a slice of life, like the, the Dario Brando and wife show is the most like, that would be like a offshoot of like, um, uh, Downton Abbey or something like that. That felt to me like they felt like the most <laughs> grounded things of this show. You're, you're telling me that the stuff that happens in chapter two or episode two don't seem grounded to you? Nah, not even. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, in my mind, in my imagination, I've never been to never been to foggy London. I've never been to London. Like yeah. So a big thing that happens here, and I feel like this is where the bizarreness kicks in. Uh, there's an awful lot of uh, <laughs> of coach driver blood. And a little bit uh, gets onto a mask that Dario finds in a suitcase, and uh, it kind of like hops up, <laughs> does a little jig. Moves back then, first time. Yeah. So this is our first introduction to the mask. The mask. Uh, what do you think of that mask? It's. I like it. I think I already know where this is going, though, like just because this anime is twenty years old. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, I like that because it's like this nice little little thing there because it just seems like they kick it off. Dario's trying to rob these people that uh the, this rich family that supposedly died in a carriage crash and oh yeah they just happen to be transporting this weird stone mask in a briefcase of course that never really got explained at least not in the episodes I've watched so far yeah and they also, just had it yeah and, and George doesn't even think of why I guess I'm he's a human being so he's like my wife my my child but he didn't <laughs> go like don't open the case like you get a feeling that George doesn't know what that thing is either mm-hmm well, like you said earlier, like he's like he's on that ground. He looks completely fine. Just going, oh, good. I thought he was going to die. Like when I first watched that, it, it was just so surreal how nice he seemed compared to how he was acting. It's like, oh, so he, his dad dies here. Okay. 
<laughs> I um I I paused it because I'm like, is there a scuff on this man? <laughs> He's immaculate. He's immaculate. It's like his a... grief. It's his grief struck him down because he or he knew that his wife was dead. It was emotional. It was emotional damage. It was pre pre lay. I have to have a lay down. My wife's dead. And this is, I feel like, the weirdest part of this. The uh, the first part of the series is if you don't know where this is going. Like I feel like this is quite an emotional journey because they skip forward twelve years, and we're introduced to uh, the baby in the carriage is now I guess twelve years old. Uh, uh, remind me of this real fast because, yeah. like I said, I got introduced to this from just starting to read the manga that you had. Yeah. Did they look younger in the manga? Because I remember them looking younger in this part of the story than they did in the anime. Well, it's they they did, but the the, the funny thing about the JoJo series is the artist has gotten better since 1987. Uh, okay. So they, they did look like little 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 grown up men, <laughs> even back then. But yeah, we have JoJo who's 12. Uh, he's happy. He's got a dog named Danny. Uh, but he's like he's a, he's like a klutz. He's like a klutz. Yeah. And on the flip side of this, we're introduced to Dio, who is the son of Dario Brando, who's just like, his dad is dying in bed and Dio is just busy reading a book. It feels like a KOTOR writer was part of this. Just, <laughs> well, the contrast between Dio and Jojo in these two episodes together, I don't know if it's too early to talk about both of them like this, is just that on his own jo uh, Jojo, do we call him Jojo yet or just yeah, we Jonathan? We call him Jojo. Yeah, we can okay. call him Jojo. Well, just Jojo at this point, you know, he's like, he's weak. He's ineffectual because he doesn't have adversity in his life whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like, a, a, this, is a, this is a Sith hero story because someone isn't nice to him and is nothing but cruel. And thus, he's able to find his own strength. Yeah. But uh, can I ask you a question? So Dio, we get that whole deal where he's reading the book. His dad dies. Mm -hmm. He's playing chess. <laughs> and like this man smushes <laughs> smushes his face in his food i actually before anything else that happens um maybe it's the the age the world we live in i'm actually kind of on dio's side with the setup where mm -hmm. like this is this could have been a talented mr ripley <laughs> he's, he's scrappy he's young he's a survivor yeah it's, it's, those are admirable he, he's he's struggled and i'm like cool this this guy this young blonde gentleman He's gonna he's gonna get somewhere in the world, and he's given the chance because uh, Dario Brando, even though he was gonna pick George Clean, uh, George came to and made the weirdest assumptions of like, oh, this guy must be helping me. <laughs> Decided to like give him a life debt, like anytime you need a solid. So mm -hmm. he is uh, he has decided to uh, give Dio to the John the Joestar family. Like he's gonna let Dio be adopted. But only after he dies. No, only after he dies. He's like, yeah, you have to have this terrible, <laughs> this terrible like a. Uh, upbringing for the first 12 years of your life where <laughs> you will be forever scarred by it but then i will send you to the rich family yeah wait a minute why didn't he send his kids sooner to be like hey <laughs> go poison these people and we could take their house wait, i don't think he knew his son was a poisoner just yet that's a good otherwise point. the poison might not have worked so <laughs> well right, on him. that may not have succeeded oh dario May not be forgotten. Uh, then we have a scene that I just don't like and is weird. Uh, we're introduced to uh, Raina Pendleton, uh, this uh, little blonde girl. There are these two bully boys that are trying to like God, undo almost, her doll. Yeah, everything that involves her, at least in these two, like what goes around her has been weird. Well, I mean, they, they didn't try to update this at all. This feels no. like something that was written in the late 1980s in Japan. But like <laughs> even Jojo during that moment, like when he shows up, it's like, I didn't do it for you. Yeah. Well, that's another thing where Jojo's just an unlikable punk. He yeah. comes in and he's like, I can help this girl. And he just gets trounced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then to make matters worse, after he, after the boy has been trounced, he pulls out a branded handkerchief, uh, handkerchief that has his name on it. Like, not a monogram. <laughs> yeah, it but... says his full first name, last name. It should have the address on there. He's begging them to kick his, kick his teeth in some more. In my notes, after I have in my notes, it says, a branded handkerchief, get that guy. <laughs> so I was maybe not on his side. It is a little hard to believe that Arena started to fall for him after he was just a complete dick to her that moment. Yeah. She's like, hey, thanks for the solid, man. And he's like, I did it for you. I'm a gentleman. Yeah. yeah. These I want to be a real man. These aren't my tears. They're your tears. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and then we get the the worlds colliding. So uh, uh, Dario has passed away. Uh, Dio has made his way to <laughs> the mansion, and he has proclaimed that his quest in life is to be the world's richest man. Again, I am on Team Dio so far. Let me be very clear in disclaimer of so far. That, that is at least his current goal anyways. Like, it didn't sound like it was his life dream. Yeah, but at that point, his current goal is like, I'm going to go to this yeah. rich family and well, I will become rich. That's been kind of my issue with Dio in both of these episodes, though, is I don't know what his goal is. Like, that doesn't, yeah. it didn't sound, that was incidental, it sounded like to him. It's like, I'll go on and be rich just to show you wrong, but whatever. Yeah, I'm, shoot, I'm proving you wrong, Dad. I'm proving you wrong. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. This is my favorite thing in the world. He's standing over his dead dad's grave, uh, which is, I guess, how people are in graves, and he calls him ugly. <laughs> he did yeah he's like ah, oh, take this my ugly father and then spits on his grave not a speck of those ugly jeans in me yeah i take after my mother i take after my mother and then he does the sickest jump he out does of the take carriage. after his mother though he does yeah that sick jump that's great where he just leaps out of the carriage and is like hey hey <laughs> Well, I've been enjoying the, the animation of this old styles where sometimes it just kind of have like cells moving almost, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Like there's not much motion from people, but they're moving. Yeah. So this is where I earlier said I'm on Team Dio until about now. This is usually this is this is where it all falls apart. It's gotta be before the dog, right? No, this is when it happens. Um okay. No, I was on Team D he, he jumps out of the, the carriage like a god. He looks awesome. He's got a great goal. He's gonna take down this rich landed gentry um unfortunately when after he jumps out uh, jojo walks over i assume to compliment his sick jump and uh the dog danny shows up and dio knees the crap out of the dog which is if you want to make that's a real heel move to borrow a wrestling term i don't, I don't like when people do bad stuff to dogs is this where the trope came from for killing the dog to make you the unlikable character? I think so. This is why, well, I mean, this is the 80s. He's probably the first person that sat there and went like, all right. Well, that's the thing too. He's like, he needs the dog and you're like, oh my God, that's such a bad thing. Nothing worse will happen after that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Um, so then after that happens, George Joestar, the most gullible man in the world. <laughs> like, it's like a big knee too. He's like, what happened? And Dio's like, ah, oh, the dog snuck up on me. Oh my god! Uh, for, for a while, it almost seems like George is going to be the real villain of this story. He's just have, he just gives straight into everything. I'll let him do whatever he wants, says George Jorstar. Um, other note I wrote is after they walk into the house, the stone mask is just on the wall. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. It, but it's it, like the I only didn't... thing on the wall. <laughs> like it's not surrounded by other masks or a suit of armor or framed. You can't draw all of that in. That requires time. It seems you so think weird. of it. He's like, oh, I guess we'll just hang this here. Like they had an empty nail on that wall. I guess, you know, maybe you just gotta you just gotta successorize. It's the first he's still accessed. His wife died years ago. He's still learning to decorate. And uh so at that point, we, we get we get the I guess what I would call like the the poor phase of Jojo's life. Uh, his dad is fully welcomed in Dio. He's like, "You are my new son. I like the cut of your jib, Dio. You are basically a Joe star now." And they have kind of like a shame montage, where like in any way that Jojo could suck in comparison to Dio in like schooling and even eating food, he's put to shame. <laughs> Like you spilled wine, no food for you. I mean, was it wine? Was he drinking wine? He, he was drinking wine. He's a twelve-year-old drinking wine. Yeah. That's why he's. Maybe it wasn't his first glass. Yeah, but at a certain point, if your boy is swinging arms, eating food like that, like you've been a single parent, like blame the butlers. I guess he he immediately blamed himself though. He's like, I've been a lack parent. Look how awesome Dio's doing. <laughs> He's Dio, getting... you're the parent now. Yeah, Dio, raise my son. You did this pop quiz really well. <laughs> it's just, it's just so fun. They lay it in. This first episode lays it in so thick, and I think I feel like, and and it's a bummer of the whole first episode where I feel like I don't like JoJo at all in this first episode. Mm -hmm. So whenever he sucks, I'm kind of like, well, he sucks, and you just like, I kind of like Dio, but he hit the dog, so it's like, ugh. Um, we then get a weird flash forward. I can't tell if it's been like a little bit of time. The boxing scene. Okay. I feel like they looked bigger. Did it look bigger just for that? Was that not another yeah. time jump? 
I didn't think it was a time because they they're very clear when time moves forward. They're like, yeah, oh, right. Month- yes, it probably wasn't. So maybe they just maybe it was a month or two, but yeah, they have this weird scene. The boxing scene reminds me of another thing that was coming up. It's like as much as like the anime is trying to brand Dio as this inhuman person, and that his father is apparently just gullible to the fault. Yeah, I don't think anyone else living in London seems to be a good person either. <laughs> It's like no one's heard of lying before. It's yeah. Like, it's like, so JoJo's right about to box, and I don't know who he was going to box, because I don't know what the scenario was going to be in a world where this turns out well for him. But then, like, they're like, we've got a surprise, yet again, to be like wrestling. They're like, we got a surprise entrance. It's Dio. Like, the crowd parts. He's sitting on. He's sitting in, like, a field of grass, and he's like, yeah, I'm in here. And he does what he calls booth boxing style that he learned in the bad part of town. He's from the streets, and he will not let you forget it. Yeah, in the streets, you go for the eyes. Which I guess they don't do in that boxing ring, but no one had a problem with it. Yeah, like JoJo's bleeding out of his eyes. and Like, you conceivably, they know who JoJo is, and maybe that's the problem because JoJo kind of sucks. But, like, Dio takes him down, and no one's concerned about JoJo. And on top of that, the Dio goes like, hey, guys, I could teach you how to punch people in the eyeball, but don't tell JoJo. That guy's a snitch. <laughs> they just immediately latched onto it. I think... So my my head cannon, I know it's supposed to paint like oh Dio's this master manipulator. I just think the jo- <laughs> the JoJo. I'm just- sorry, that's just that one line. Master manipulator is perfect. <laughs> oh my god, he nailed it! He nailed it! I just think the JoJo sucks so badly that people were just looking for the reason. Like oh you you're right. Let's just call him a snitch. We got it. <laughs> we got it. Yep. That rhymes. It's fun. So then, yet again, and another long line of let's put this in the suck column. So JoJo's all like hanging out, just being bummed. And he runs into Arena again, who's hung on to his handkerchief, which I forgot that he had dropped. And he doesn't recognize her. Did you catch that? No, actually, I forgot about that scene entirely until you mentioned it. Yeah, she hands it to him. And he's like, who are you? And he's like, oh, yeah, you're that girl. But there wasn't a time jump. Like, you're right. This would have been, like, within the same year, at least. Yeah, this is not a lot of time's gone by. He doesn't really remember, and he kind of does remember her. They have a little montage where uh, Reyna and uh, Jojo become good friends. They go swimming. They do all this kind of stuff. It seems like things are going great. He, like, carves their names into a tree, which I think is the 1800s version of a proposal. It was a fast montage, too. I feel like it was less than a minute. Yeah, it was real quick. It's real quick. They, they really try to burn through the pre-bizarre stuff in this episode. This whole episode feels like a montage, though. Like, just yeah. the first the first six minutes was basically a, uh, like, a, a cap before the title, wasn't it? And, and I just feel like they're just trying, like, they sat down and like, all right, this thing, this thing gets great. However, we just got to get through this early part, which I think takes up a lot of comic. The comic's hard to read because this mm-hmm. beginning part just kind of stinks. So then uh, after Jojo and Arena have kind of started to fall for each other, Dio shows up and will have none of this joy. And he kisses her to steal her first kiss. <laughs> and he says the line like, it was me. It was Dio. <laughs> He says that again, right? Like, this isn't the line that This is the quotes. first time he says it. Yeah, there are a couple of Dio things. But yeah, he, he proclaims that it was Dio who stole her first kiss. And what is a, an interesting clapback, she then drinks puddle water. Mm-hmm. Even though there was a stream nearby, they made that clear. That's such a great line. Also, she, back- could, she could have gone to a stream. <laughs> puddle well, water. Reinforcing again that it isn't just Dio. It seems like everyone who lives in that place is an absolute... <laughs> because as soon as he does that like his little boys back there i was like oh my god dio's our hero look at how awesome this guy is oh puddle water <laughs> but yeah unfortunately for uh our, our hero jojo dio's plan does kind of work because she uh after bumping into him uh she doesn't want to see him yeah, that was the kind of disappointing thing about it it's also I, I remember when i read this like what 12 years what did we say it was when I was first reading that, I was outraged that just him, like, forcing a kiss was enough to make her piss at everyone. Yeah, it's the 1800s, man. It's not yeah. a good time. However, we then hit what I like to call fight time. Jojo, I guess, puts two and two together, or I think he hears some gossip, and he runs home, and he's like, Dio, you're going down? And Dio does this really, I love how it's animated, because oh, it's kind of funny. He, like, jams his elbow into Jojo's face. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they do like a little elbow wiggle where it's like, look at that, getting in there. 
got your nose. Um, but uh, for some reason, which is not really explained, Jojo has been hitting the gym and he just wrecks Dio. Yeah, it was out of nowhere is what it was. Because up until this point, he was always getting his ass kicked. And I don't think there was any explanation for just all of a sudden he was strong enough to go toe to toe. Yeah, he just takes him down. He just takes him down. Was it just anger? Was this like a Dragon Ball Z thing? Yeah, I don't know. He, he, he Kyle Kenned up there. He had a sparking to which... <laughs> After this happens, uh, Dio has a pocket knife that he draws. He's like, I'll show you. Uh, but then idiot of the year, uh, George Joestar comes out and goes like, boys will be boys. Both of you go to your room. I mean, like, it was worse than that because he was accusing, maybe I didn't see this. But he, he was accusing his son of like beating Dio when he was on the ground. Oh yeah, because he hit he hit Dio so, yeah, he's, he came in after after like, I think he hit, he hit Dio so hard he fell down, and when Dio got up, he was pulling out the knife, and that's when George came in, and he's like, well, certainly, I saw my, my garbage son, Jojo, you brute. It's like, best dad of the year award is going straight to George here. He's George is the dumbest. It's, it's almost charming. So then we have uh, another, I guess, infamous scene. Uh, in response to getting hit, uh, Jojo, I guess, somehow puts Danny the dog in a box and then the box is lit on fire by a butler and the dog burns. Uh, they they fortunately in the anime do not, uh, in the comic, I remember this. I was about to ask you because yeah, I remembered that. There's, a, there's an infamous panel where like the, the dog jumps out of the box and it's very terrible and I, yeah. I remember that being more traumatic. <laughs> anime cuts away and the butler's like, oh my bad. Um, well, you know, because he saw a box and didn't think to check at all before he lit it. Yeah. It didn't it, even have to be a live thing in there. It could have been anything in there. He probably should have known. He is a bad butler. He's like, oh, there's a box in here. <laughs> a sealed box, huh? Could have been anything. Could have been anything. So, uh, and that's basically where the episode ends. So at the end of our first episode, we have Jojo and Dio and Jojo, who has basically had his dad turn on him the street people that didn't like him anyway turn on him and now his dog is dead and arena doesn't talk to him yep and dio hasn't been in the house for several days for some reason i guess he just he needed some space he had to go snooping <laughs> so uh that's the first episode. so what do you i i i actually going back uh didn't like the first episode a ton i have a lot of problem comparing it to what i have for memory from what memories I have from when I read the manga long ago. Mm -hmm. So there's a, an original impact I can't really get rid of anymore. It's weird because it's actually extremely quickly paced. Like it doesn't yeah. take its time with anything, but it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> it, it felt quite the opposite. Like nothing happened, even though a ton of things happened. I guess it's because it was the sameness of it all. It was, it was, it was all basically, well, uh, Dio joined the family. Dio's a dick, killed the dog, move next, next part. Yeah. It, jo, it, Dio tells someone that Jojo sucks. They take the statement at face yeah. value. Wash, rinse, repeat. Well, it's Dio's Iago like villainy. Like he's mm -hmm. just being a because he can be. Yeah. I think I read somewhere that uh, the creator wanted Dio to be like a, you, he wanted people to kind of root for Dio, which I feel like he kind of didn't succeed <laughs> at all. <laughs> i mean i i wasn't really liking like i get the the upcoming story like i like rooting for an underdog and that was kind of grabbing me uh, yeah. gripping me a bit but for the most part no i don't think there was a single point where i was actually rooting for dio like this never crosses like, into like his, his introduction territory. yeah his introduction is him sitting next to his dying father not giving it although his father is a piece of it, so yeah it, it's this weird kind of thing where it's like it, there's all the alchemy so to speak of like a relatable like oh man this poor guy is gonna come to the big city but it's like he he forgot to not be a serial killer right and it's, it's such forgot. a weird yeah. it's like oh slipped my mind whoops oh there i go killing again oh <laughs> uh, i actually really like the like at least in theory i really like the setup of dia or not dia of a jojo starting off so weak mm -hmm. comparatively to dia I like the fact that dio can contrast uh, can contrast that so well yeah because it gives us this opportunity for the growth. Like you said, in that first, when it came down to fight time. Yeah, fight time. Jojo should have been handed his gut in yeah. that fight. 
but like that moment where he goes oh crap he didn't flinch at this yeah and that's the thing it's it's not even skill like he didn't learn a new thing he's just like i'm just really i'm too dumb to remember that that elbow should hurt my face and i'm gonna hit you now and that was the thing though i was like i I wanted to see growth but it didn't feel like he earned it at this point yeah just suddenly had it but it was set up to be something more meaningful that i would have in theory enjoyed yeah i wonder if when he was writing it he got bored with this i wonder if like originally there was going to be a lot more than being younger mm-hmm. and then the writer just went like eh, I, I don't know i, I just want to move forward that feels right because <laughs> that was like you it's the part is boring yeah especially compared to what he wanted to get to from what we see in episode two exactly so it feels just, like he really just wanted to get there let's jump into it then so episode two is called a letter from the past we've now jumped seven years into the future it is 1888, baby. <laughs> and we open on Jack the Ripper. Which was totally relevant to this episode. And then, uh, we didn't get this in the first episode, but I am all in, hard in, on how awesome the intro to this show is. Did they have an intro the first episode? Because I felt like I saw it for the first time when I watched the second one. Yeah, no, they didn't have it. Okay, so this had good. The, yeah, the, the awesome, the song is awesome. I like the CG animation. I finally started getting, yeah, no, it was great. Actually, the CG animation puts me off. If I'm going to be honest, CG puts me off a little bit in the opening. I, I, I love that, like, the animation itself just seems kind of weird, but I love the, the um, what's the word for it? Like, the framing, the, the choice of shots is beautiful, and what they get, the transitions between them is, draws you right in. It's really well done. It's so good, and it just makes me so excited. And I finally get the meme of that, uh, end credit music starting. Oh yeah, the dum, 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 <laughs> to be continued at the to bottom. <laughs> I guess we should have because that first happened in the first episode. But yeah, the, the it didn't uh, though. Like the, the music didn't start until the credits actually started. Oh yeah, you're right. They it only started this one. I feel like it moves up as the show goes on. Like they <laughs> they lean into it. We'll have to keep track of that. We'll have to keep track of that. So let's jump into the episode. Uh, it is eight years later. Uh, Jack the Ripper. Meanwhile, our boys are playing rugby. And Jojo has become a 195 centimeter giant. <laughs> that has been the best, like, long bottoming I've ever seen of a character. <laughs> is just, they're not, they didn't just get bulkier and bigger. They became inhuman. Yeah, he's, he's, the, so that's around like 6'4". So Jojo's a big boy. I remember in the comic, it was referred to as like, he's got legs like tree trunks. And like, everyone's jumping on him. Like, he's dragging like six people. Which I think was a lot more impressive than Dio's contribution in that game. Well, yeah, that's the thing. So he gets the entire, maybe I have this wrong, but in my mind, the entire enemy team is piled on top of Jojo and he's still moving, but he's like, you know what? I could slow walk my way to the, the goal, but instead he tosses it to, Jojo, uh, to Dio, who does a sick mid-air pose and makes the score. I, I felt like Jojo should have been the one carried to victory at the end of that one. He, he did the leg work he could have done it he yeah literally he was doing the leg work and yeah. this was the first time in my notes i wrote i would have watched more of this yeah i would have watched the, the jojo rugby uh anime like i've been who, down for that which one of them was the one that signed up for rugby that got the other involved <laughs> that whole yeah and then maintaining the secret rivalry the whole time i would have been down for that i love that too because we've learned 10 in episodes the, in the meantime I guess because Dio has realized that Jojo is a freak. He can't like, he can't directly fight him. Like they didn't get to college and he's like, Hey guys, that Jojo kid's a snitch. Like he stopped doing that. Oh, quick aside. Did it bug you that the opposing rugby team seemed to be in school uniforms and not rugby uniforms? Oh, I totally missed that, but I would totally believe it. Well, what if they're too poor? Like maybe Jojo and Dio are the only people that afford uniforms. Maybe, but they're in like the other team's in like a preppy school school uniform. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, either way that's ridiculous and then we move on to the revelation of as much as i would watch the sports anime of jojo's bizarre adventure the idea that dio is about to become a lawyer and jojo's about to be an archaeologist i would watch that show as well <laughs> yeah no i had that exact same thought when i was watching it i like their diversion of paths there it's like lawyer for dio i want them to be like get a flat in in london and like they gotta they hang out at night and he's like oh man how was your court case how was your dug up some dinosaur bones or whatever jojo was gonna do i would love it if he just kept rebooting jojo to do all these side stories that couldn't be 
it's like pilot season I'm, I'm digging all this kind of stuff and yeah they're they're good friends they're the best of friends but oddly enough after seven years of being friends dio like like moderately says one thing to jojo and jojo immediately like oh wait this guy sucks <laughs> it was that exposition recap yeah it's like you heard the narrator we, yeah we that wasn't even the narrator it was their own heads yeah it was oh just, yeah they're recounting <laughs> yeah they just recap it like it's <laughs> it's like the basic stereotype of doing a quick exposition dump was was like people walk into a scene of doing something that they do every day of their life and just have to turn to the audience and say, well, why am I doing it like this? Yeah. And they both, yeah, you're right. They both, they both go over their internal monologues. And at the end, remember, they both ate each other, which I think is oh, great. I loved that like friendly clap they did. Yeah. You know, the, the handshake thing that you do. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. The, after they remember that they hate each other, the revelation has come out. The George Joestar, the smartest man on earth is sick. And we get some classic George will listen to Dio regardless of anything he's like hawking up a lung and he's like i should go to the hospital and dio goes you can't go to hospitals they just <laughs> take money oh uh, well you're right i am feeling better in my own bed i guess you're right cough 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 actually cough, cough. Uh, art style wise this was the first scene that really struck out to me how monstrous in size these two characters are oh yeah when they're standing by his bedside and they're like they're nice tight suits when they've got like seven inch shoulder length <laughs> these giant treants standing next to the sick old man with their like drastically different overly uh detailed faces oh my god it's so good like that i think that's where it really started to stand out what this anime is going to look like oh uh, yeah and i love that you can already start to see it so um after we have george being an idiot uh, it's revealed that jojo uh, what he's been using this archaeology degree for has been studying the stone mask that apparently was his mother's is that ever i guess maybe i shouldn't ask for spoilers i think you know yeah but, but it's, it's left me if that ever i know up until now there's no way that was ended so yeah it's an it's an insane revelation where it's like oh yeah it was in the carriage because it was his mom's like where mm -hmm. they had they just picked it up please george doesn't know anything about this mask. that would explain why his dad didn't care about putting it on a random wall yeah it's it seems so strange it's like this is how i remember my lady he never once participated in his wife's hobby i guess this is my favorite thing in the world. Jojo literally has the internal monologue thing of, I just had a terrifying thought. Yes. Nothing triggered that, right? No. He's just sitting there being like, just stud in my ass. Doop -doop -doop. Dio's poisoning oh, my dad. <laughs> Was this before he found the note? No. Like, this is the thought that makes him knock over a bookcase where he finds Dio's dad's note. Why was that note there? He upsets. Why? Yeah. Why isn't it in Dio's room? Dio, like, he wanted to be caught, I guess. It's, he's self-conscious. His relationship with JoJo seems like the more complicated versions between Batman and Joker that people yeah. talk about. <laughs> it seems like be. he needs JoJo more than he admits. I need you to realize this, you dumb dumb. Or maybe he's like, oh my God, no one's catching on to this. Like, maybe he's feeling a little bad where it's like, I can't believe this hospital line worked on George. <laughs> he's going crazy. He doesn't understand. Is everyone this dumb? So easy. So as you had said, uh, we get some quick flashes of a deleted scene that was in the manga where uh, Dio goes to the mean streets of London to buy some poison. Uh, and then he finds <laughs> Dario's note, Dio's dad. He's like, I need you to take care of my son. By the way, here are the symptoms of what I'm dying from. With exactly the same one. And Jojo proves that he has more than two brain cells in there. He's like, wait a minute, this carefully written note i don't think any, he's like it's not like i'm dying he's like i'm dying by the way my hands are swelling i have shortness of breath <laughs> some chest pains like that idiot alcoholic thought to write down his symptoms right i was about to be angry at jojo for his first instinct being to confront dio with that rather than mm -hmm. take it straight to his father but then i remembered what his father's been like for the past seven years yeah i think jojo had the right instinct because as i wrote in my notes fight time <laughs> Oh, right. They did one. Yeah. Yeah. Fight time. He he runs off to, to Dio, who has tricked, who's tricked a butler, like the garb, the most garbage butler in the world. He's like, don't take, don't <laughs> oh. take my father, his medicine, the stairs, they're too tall. And he's like, I guess I am an old butler. Here you go. Young master. Dio. That poor butler is bawling his, his uh, <laughs> eyes out like towards the end of this episode, because yeah. he got called out on this poison thing. 
What an idiot. Don't don't trust my medicine. I I can't be trusted. So yeah, Dio's walking up and like, because he's like, no one can stop me. He just openly switches the envelopes. Like he Mm -hmm. throws the medicine behind his shoulder and puts the poison. So Jojo sees him. He's like, hey, what's in this? What's in this this pamphlet? Jojo ace detective, master, master manipulator on his own right now. Actually, I'll give him credit like that. He's like, swear on your dad <laughs> and he in his head he's like dio's so proud and stupid he's too proud this is totally got him i pressed this proud button and for whatever reason it works but that's not evidence like he doesn't want to swear on his dead dad's honor because his dead dad doesn't have honor yeah. dio was right in that circumstance well yeah so he got him he got him uh bummed at, at any of these kind of things and then jojo basically beats him up like uh like Rodimus Prime and Galvatron at the end of Transformers. He like picks him up and throws him. Cool reference, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, it's what well, I thought of. Well, th- this was like the first moment where Jojo really got the flex that he wasn't the weak kid anymore. Because yeah. when he took that Dio punch to the face. Yeah. And it did that most classic of anime things where he just didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> like half his face concaved in and he's like, meh. Meh, I've got you, Jojo Smash. And he smashes him so good that George, I guess, learns to trust him. Well, there we go. George respects strength. This is this is written by Sith lovers. Yeah, it's just all it's, around. It's so weird because it's like, you know, every other time you've kicked the crap out of Dio, I've been taking Dio's side. But you know what? If you're strong enough to throw him down a flight of stairs, you must be in the right, my boy. Uh, and then Jojo, uh, Dio starts to lose his mind because Jojo leaves the manor. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is the craziest thing in the world. So, yeah, he goes like, well, I'm going to go to the bad part of town to find out what poison you've been poisoned with. And he first off, number one, gets a dope new outfit. Was this outfit crazier in Technicolor in the manga or am I misremembering? Yeah, there's a Technicolor. It, it, uh, one of the uh, one of the volume covers is that outfit, but it's like purple and got all these Yeah, okay. It. it looks incredible. However- That is what I think of when I remember Jojo the anime period is that. Yeah, well, so he looks like if Sherlock Holmes had Bane's venom. Mm-hmm. Like fair giant muscle man in a Sherlock Holmes thing. But he leaves Dio alone in the house. Like they didn't even narc. He didn't call the cops. He's just like, hey butlers, I know everyone believes Dio, but don't trust him. Right. Well, I mean, it is it is stupid in a real world perspective, but there seemed to be this because Jojo was right. I mean, Dio didn't make a move on his father during that time. So there was like this unspoken honor code, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. he, he's still kind of a gentleman. We'll like, sort this he, out. He when can't I get back. actively open in front of all the, or openly. Or, act. I guess he, I guess he said he needed to have the exact poison before he'd go to the cops. There's maybe his assumption is like deal. Just set the mind trick the cops. Well, he wanted an antidote too. Yeah. That's what his big thing was. Yeah. So while he's gone, uh, <laughs> Dio has decided like Dio walks, he's Dio full reign of the house they've not locked him up uh breaks into jojo's study and reads his notes on the stone mask and realize that it like has these crazy like spider talons that come out of it and is like oh i can kill jojo with this mask and everyone will know that jojo's so stupid that he probably killed himself with it that did seem like a bit of a stretch like uh, a bit of a reach there like how did did it do the claw thing did he already know it was going to do the claw thing from that first time when they had that fight and they got yeah. a little blood on it okay i guess i skipped over that so when he he punched uh during the first fight time uh he he hit joe he hit dio so hard that some like blood splashed on the mask and it like it did the it did the leg thing and jojo noticed but dio didn't so he, he's been studying it that's one of the reasons he's been studying okay this second episode was dense a lot it's, happened there's so much, i have three pages of notes <laughs> so I will, I will get back to this. so crossfit sherlock holmes has taken to ogre street to find a cure so much great stuff happens. Another great line. This is when it became an anime. Yeah. This is when it really became an anime. Uh, I love a cat. That cat's eating a puppy. Like, I don't like the idea, but it's such an insane line. Yeah, I got, I remember getting, uh, that was what set the tone, I think, for the rest of that episode, too. <laughs> and you don't even have a second to really reflect on a cat's eating a puppy before, like, three wild dudes just start hustling at Jojo. <laughs> Well, it seems like this, the uh, London in this era, or at least in this anime, is almost like a JRPG. Oh, yeah. It's just every random encounter, every two steps you take is just filled with, because even after he wins this fight, spoilers, um, yeah. <laughs> like the entire street just comes out to take up arms against him. Like well, it is, everyone. 
it is Ogre Street. You got to be ready to be on Ogre it Street. It is appropriately named. But yeah, the fight, I actually like this fight quite a bit. One of the dudes tries to grab JoJo, and JoJo's response is just to grab his knife, like mm. by the blade. It's like, I'll lose fingers. I'm, <laughs> I'm a protagonist. I don't have to worry about it. It's so great. The guy's like, if you try to do anything, it'll cut your fingers off. And JoJo's response is just to punch him in the dick or kick yeah. him in the dick. He's just so like, he, ah! threatened, he threatened to kick him in the dick. And then he gets, he gets jumped by the second guy, and there's a like it's just a jump cut between it so i have no idea why jojo didn't lose fingers other than the other guy yeah was also surprised by his uh by his friend attacking jojo at the same time yeah he's like no we take turns we take turns like that guy saved jojo by allowing him to just just do his thing so then we're introduced to a character that i love speedwagon who's got a saw blade odd job hat <laughs> oh did he get a name in this episode yeah he said his name was speedwagon oh i missed that and how did i miss that he said that after the fight but i i wrote down in my notes and i know his name is speedwagon so okay. yeah, he, he reveals that he's got a hat where like it's not just an odd job hat but like that the brim like falls off and reveals saw blades yes yeah, multiple saw blades all turned around it like a like a submarine propeller and he throws it at jojo and jojo just takes it he like lets it hit him in the arm never like you said i heard that go to the bone that sounds like something that jojo whether he's ignoring the pain or not needs to treat a little more urgently than he does yeah jojo's just like well guess what you've now lost your saw blade hat and then he just kicks him <laughs> free saw blade hat for me yeah. Boot to the face got me a saw blade hat he's like haha jokes on you right. you're unarmed now, I'm assuming that there's a lot of the background information to this series that you know about just because of how long you've been obsessed with it. I, yes. I, so l let's address this right now. Dio. Yeah. Uh, Oreo Speedwagon. Yeah. <laughs> These are 100% band names, yes. Is yes. there an explanation? Like, this? Is there a reason that the author keeps picking these names over and over? Uh, my theory is that he just couldn't name characters because guess what, man? Buckle up. This is not, <laughs> this is not even the worst of it. <laughs> And I hope you're ready. Um, but yeah, Speedwagon, Ario Speedwagon, which in the in the in the comic before that because the, in the in the in the translations we're gonna see, they're trying to avoid some of that issue by changing some names a little bit. He mm -hmm. introduces himself as REO Speedwagon. <laughs> Clever. Clever it's, girl. He's quite a gentleman, quite a gentleman. And in fact, he is so impressed by how hard JoJo kicked him, but not too hard that when a mob shows up speedwagon <laughs> like they're all gonna fight you this mob of ogre street comes to convert jogo and like speedwagon gets there, he's like hey guys look at that man's leg he kicked me with that leg i should be dead <laughs> that I'm was not the most perfect kick i've ever had that man is a gentleman and a scholar and he's my new best friend well he did call him a gentleman i guess i yeah. think we've, we've almost forgot that there's this big deal about jojo considering himself a gentleman oh yeah it's, it's a... like this is his own bushido and that's how we're supposed to be respecting him right now <laughs> i oh god i love that so much that's the most anime stuff ever it's like that mm -hmm. guy beat me and now you're my best friend and none <laughs> of you none of you can touch him God, I love that. I love that so much. We then jump to maybe one of my favorite outfits in all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Dio's out on the town. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, here's the best moment when Dio just goes, because for well, how long had he been in part of the household at that point? More than seven years? Yeah, like eight years. He's been like living there for eight years. years. He's been doing this gentleman thing. Dio leaves, or uh, JoJo leaves him alone for like for three days. <laughs> maybe an hour yeah. and he turns into this alcoholic like <laughs> he's wandering the streets <laughs> just drinking like a, a glass bottle of hooch like and he's, he's like, like no, did you notice the name of that hooch what did it say it was it was cronenberg's uh irish whiskey that's amazing effing Cro like oh. He couldn't even look oh, up a whiskey name, or I guess he so couldn't good. use one, but it's Cronenberg. Oh, that's And so I was good. in tears at that moment. It's it's one of the best images of the world. He's like, he's been so composed, and he's wearing a top hat, and he's got this amazing cape, and he's just drinking. He's like, I'm just as bad as my father. <laughs> uh, he, was he 
being self-pitying at the time? Because I don't no. think he realized that he was being as bad as his father. No, he said, I, I, I even wrote down the line. He's like, I have, he's like, I'm, I'm turning into an alcoholic like my garbage father. <laughs> like Jojo leaves for an hour yeah. and he starts drinking and forgets not to kill people. He's like, oh my God, which is great because he left the house like the mental image of this is he left the house with the stone mask to go do his experiment because he's like i gotta go test this thing uh to make sure i can kill jojo with it but like on the way out did he see that bottle of whiskey and goes like well might as well for the road i don't know how cronenberg whiskey hasn't become one of the memes from this anime oh it's so good it's so good um to 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 quickly get into the things that happen here so uh he drunkenly bumps into people they're like hey you you jerk in so jrpg to... fashion it starts a random encounter yeah his response is to break a bottle on one of their faces and then the other guy he uh slams the mask on him and then um like kills the first guy and gets <clears throat> blood on the thing so then the mask activates and there's a glowing light and he's like oh cool i guess it kills people but makes them glow first and he turns around and starts thinking about how smart he is and great he is and the man in the mask gets up and like hustles at him and it is revealed after the mask falls off that the guy has got like sharp pointy teeth now and gray skin he's, and he's a vampire like, you can't yeah, beat around that bush he just yeah, turns no. into a vampire he turned it it's a vampire making mask and there's this like great gruesome thing where like he tries to hit dio and dio pulls his knife out and like cuts into the guy's hand so you can tell he doesn't feel pain mm -hmm. and he taps dio which knocks dio like all the way across the street and he punches a wall the wall like explodes well the most memorable part is when he slips his fingers into dio's like under dio's skin at his neck isn't that the coolest that that stands out i was like i, I have four underlines under that it's like the way they drink blood in this show is so cool <laughs> didn't um god what didn't the vampire in the Marvel comics forget uh, his name, but didn't he have suckers Mobius. on his hands? Yeah, Mobius had suckers like an idiot, like a sucker. <laughs> That's the poor just, way to do it. It's so great because like the, the hands just glide into skin, just like water or or like like you know a knife into butter, and he's just drinking Dio, and Dio is like, oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> like he immediately knows he's boned, and the guy uh. starts healing, and he's like, he's fine, and he just starts giggling. And Dio, I guess, not knowing what vampire, goes like, oh my goodness, the sun's coming up. This will be my last sunrise ever. And uh, the vampire man turns to dust and um, the the music starts to play a little bit. Yeah, it just starts to play then and then it goes back to the manor. Yeah, like Dio before, comes yeah. home after his terrible night and uh, Jojo's just waiting for him, holding mm -hmm. a candelabra. In the so dark. He's, yeah. nothing else was lit he walked into a dark room where jojo was supposedly sitting there the whole time yeah. in the dark waiting for him starts lighting individual candles on it it's like well dio i see your home look who has the upper hand now mr ruin my life yeah mr yeah. burn my dog so yeah so dio made it back from uh i mean jojo made it back from ogre street uh dio has got the mask he he understands to a degree that it it makes people into monsters slash vampires and I was so hyped at the end of this episode. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited um, to watch the next one. How, how do you feel about the first two episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? The ramp up between episode one and two is absurd. <laughs> like the first, like, again, like I said, episode one has this weird phrase, uh, weird part where it's like, it felt like it was slow, but it was actually really quickly paced and put a lot into it real fast. Just that it felt boring. Yeah. And then the second episode comes around, and all of a sudden, razor saw hats. <laughs> Fighting for your family. You're a true gentleman. Uh, vampire masks. Yeah. <laughs> poison uh, conspiracies unmasked. Oh, yeah, there's poison conspiracies. You can't trust hospitals. You can't trust hospitals. You can take that one to the grave. Yeah. Literally. Literally. What? Come on, George. You can't trust hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> and i guess it's you know it's not even the 19th century yet so you know yeah. well yeah what were they gonna they're gonna bleed him they're gonna try and bleed yeah. the poison out maybe he's not wrong you know you might have a point there so do you, have any, 
<laughs> so do you have anything you're looking forward to? any any like i know where this is going and i don't know how well you remember this but like do you have any kind of guesses like what are you looking oh. forward to well this is i think week. literally where the i stopped reading the manga over 10 years ago at least oh hell yeah so i have everything past this point is just clips of clips of shows that either the end the internet has leaked to me or you have shown to me so i know where some things are going to go but i have no idea what's happening in the meantime yeah oh man i'm so excited so we know at least in the next episode we're gonna go we're gonna get another fight time i feel like this just became a fighting anime oh i'm so excited but yeah i'm 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 ready i i Unless it becomes a food anime yeah uh, actually huh? if, if we keep watching this there the Keep keep this in mind. Keep the idea that this could become a food <laughs> anime in mind. I'm down for it. I hope, I hope it's competitive. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. I love the style of this. Um, I'm I'm just so excited. I, I'm actually really. I have to say, when I when I uh, texted you and said I want to start the anime book club, <laughs> I uh, was kind of regretting the decision all throughout episode one. And by the end of episode two, I'm like, no, nope, this is great. I want to watch JoJo for the rest of my life. No, episode two is great. It's hard to describe the animation and how it's amazing for this though. Because it's unique. It is definitely its own thing. You know a JoJo anime when you, like you would know it when you see it. I guess something that we didn't, I didn't in, have in my notes enough is I love the fact that to kind of give it that manga feel, like they'll just have Japanese characters appear. So, like on the, the sound effects? Yeah, the sound effects yeah. will just be drawn and just hovering in the air. And it's so cool. I have no idea what it means, but I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's good spooky yeah. but yeah i, I just I, I dig it i'm excited to see i'm i'm excited to see where this is going <laughs> no i'm watching this on Crunchyroll, so i only have as far as i'm aware the uh is there a dub or is this all sub there is a dub i'm on verve vrv which also i think is technically Crunchyroll, but I there think... is there is a dub cast and uh john johnny young bosch everyone's favorite is the voice oh, really? of jonathan oh i kind of want to hear that I don't so, know. Where were you, you watching? Were you watching this subbed, or are you watching? This I was dub? watching this subbed. Um, okay. I, all of my experience with this series has been um, not going to break that yet. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that, I might get lazy. Yeah. Well, that's all I can. Uh, so that's all I can attest to. I don't know how the voice actors are in, in the English or not. I mean, it's it's the people you know. Like uh, uh, an eventual character is going to be voiced by Wendy Lee. Uh, okay. And at a certain point, I've heard these characters so many times that it would maybe pull me out of it. I'm not sure. But yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. So, so JoJo, uh, the anime book club, number one in the books. I'm excited too. I love this. They have a wonderful enmity built between these two characters. So I can't wait to see how more fights happen between them now that they're all grown up. I can't wait for more fight time. That is how I'm going to write. Anytime I do a summary, I'm just going to write fight time whenever we get to fight time. Does it have to be a literal fight or can they be like doing chess with each other? uh yet again stay stay tuned for all right <laughs> but here's the best thing about jojo uh, without giving away how crazy it is and maybe for people who, are, who have bumped into this anime or this this podcast who've not heard of jojo is the reason that jojo's still been running since the 80s is that it actually just reboots itself the it, the only rule is that the main characters always named jojo and that after a storyline is complete, it does a time jump or a location jump and you're just following a different JoJo. And it just reinvents itself constantly. And it's been doing that forever. It's a, I mean, as long as he keeps enjoying it, it seems like a good formula. Yeah, I mean, and that's the, that's the thing. I actually haven't... So, fun fact, I actually haven't really watched much of the anime. Oh, really? So I'm very excited to see... Yeah, I read the manga. So I'm, I'm really excited to see how they bring some of the stuff to life cool and specifically like i'm a big fan of jojo's season two mm -hmm. and uh i really want to see two i've watched season four of the anime right i've not watched season three and i saw the first two episodes of season five so i really was, cannot wait to get to this that was a crazy one i pulled up crunchyroll's page to watch this because you were finally getting me into it <laughs> yeah just, uh, i guess this are all the seasons so drastically different that they just get their own names yes so okay. that's why this is the phantom blood the first season of JoJo is called The Phantom Blood. Ominous. Um, and then it's just, uh, I know the fourth one is called Diamonds Are Unbreakable. I can't quite remember uh, what the rest of them are called. One I think was just called Fight in the Desert. Oh, oh yeah. The third one is Stardust Crusaders. 
Okay. And then uh, I think Battle Tension might be the name of the second one. I feel I feel like a fraud not remembering that. Uh, Diamond Unbreakable is the fourth one. Golden Wind is the fifth one. Um, but yeah, the, it's it's great, and I just I I really just cannot wait um, for us to get to the the future stuff. But yeah, so that's the, that's the first episode of the podcast. Uh, we're gonna just keep doing this. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining me on this on this bizarre adventure. <laughs>